from leaping tall builders to going off like gamma bombs. Switch your internet browser to comicsonline.com. For everything geek pop culture, this is Comics Online, baby. Spoiler alert. You're listening to the Comics Online Podcast, Season 16, Episode 35, Part 1. San Diego Comic-Con 2016 Rewind, featuring the cast of Arrow. This episode, our Comic-Con correspondents got a chance to talk to Paul Blackthorne, Willa Holland, Emily Bett Rickards, David Ramsey, Echo Keller, and Stephen Amell of the CW series Arrow. The cast members talked to us about the upcoming fifth season that debuts October the 5th. Up first, we got Paul Blackthorne, who plays Quentin Lance. Um, where's the picture? <laughs> One second. <laughs> And what did you ask? <laughs> I was like, what is he going to be, you know, what, what, what is he, you know, how is he going to be in the season after all the emotions? He's checking to see if he could say. <laughs> well, I've had a sex change operation. <laughs> um, uh, he's uh, battling with some old demons. As well you might if you've lost your daughter. If you've lost two daughters three times, there might uh, come a point where you will struggle with some old demons. So, uh, yeah, Lance is, um, is uh, doing his best to uh, pick up his own pieces. That was an answer of sorts. It was like a riddle, but okay. There you go. Riddles are interesting. So what's going to happen? Is, is he actually going to be able to be happy? Happy? Well, <laughs> I think there was one line, wasn't there, where Laurel says something like, Oh, with Felicity's mum. Yeah, um, well, that certainly was a little light in his life at the end of season four. But when things get crappy, things get crappy, don't they? So, we'll see. Sometimes it's kind of hard for the audience, though, to week after week see somebody in such a dark place and they just want to see them lift up. Do you ever get to that point where you're just like, man, something... You think it's tough for the audience? What about me, mate? <laughs> Jesus, I have to live with this stuff. Um, uh, well, there was that little chink of light. With, uh, you know, he got laid in season four. Let's sure, face it, that's, that's a nice chink of light. So, the hashtag um, worked. Huh? The hashtag, get Lance yeah, laid. get Lance laid, exactly, that worked. Um, no, it is, uh, it is kind of, um, I don't know how the audience feels about it, but yeah, watching somebody suffer isn't the greatest thing in the world. But he's definitely had his moments. It was, quite a bit, it was more humor than I was expecting last season as well. Um, but, um, yeah, we'll see. Well, he was fired from the police force, wasn't that he? Was, That'll he do was it. An yeah, I'm getting your badge taken away from you. Um, took one for the team there. Um, he's he's on the drift at the moment. Sitting at home, knitting. Knitting, knitting, <laughs> knitting. Not getting laid, maybe getting laid. <laughs> don't know. See how we go. Old problems. Um, yeah, he's in a bit of a desolate place. Miserable. Tune in, folks. <laughs> it's going to be great. While we lost one Laurel, we do have another Laurel now on Earth 1, who came from Earth 2, but in the pipeline, and started out in the Flash. How would it react to see a different version of his daughter, evil, with powers, 
I think he'd give her a good sitting down and a good talking to her, wouldn't he? Like, what the hell are you up to, young girl? Um, I don't know. I'm, it hasn't happened in Lance's life yet, so I haven't thought about it. When it does, I will. But, uh, I mean, he's had a lot of weird stuff to deal with, hasn't he? The magic stuff, the time travel stuff. When I went over to Legends. Yeah, yeah Lance just shakes his head. He's like, I don't know what the hell's going on in this city. What do you be pissed at? Up next, we've got Emily Bett Rickards, who plays Felicity Smoke. I want to see us get it done. I want to see it happen. I would love to see it happen. I, um, I'm very excited. It, it comes on episode 8. It is our 100th episode of the series. It is going to be a crossover. It is apparently going to be a four-episode crossover. Um, I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't know how we're going to do it, but it's going to be fucking amazing. Yes. I'm allowed to swear on it. I haven't seen anything to do with Palmer Tech yet. Um, she does own the company. Ray did sign it over to her last two seasons ago. Two seasons ago. Um, I should say two years ago because that would be their life. And, you know, as much as she tried to give it back to him, uh, he didn't want it, and so it's still hers. She might have been fired as CEO, like voted off the island, but um, I do believe that that is still her company. I haven't seen anything to do with Palmer Tech as an audience if we're willing to forget about it, which I don't think we are, so I do think that we do have to dive back into that. I think he's going to come back, yeah. I'm not sure in what capacity, but yeah, he, he should be back. Yeah, you know, it's really interesting because she always thought that he had left her mother and she held this grudge against him and was like, this, you were, you know, you were not a good father, you were there for me, therefore you're like, and whatever, but, um, the, you know, the truth of their relationship and relationships are always much more complicated than that and, um, and she's learning that she has a lot in common with her father and her father had taught her new ways of hacking which is you know what she loves and the relationship that she built with hacking is you're probably one of the first strongest relationships that she has and that's why you know getting to know him was not only valuable um, in her professional life but I think emotionally as well for her so yeah she should be back and they should have a good time I, I absolutely love your necklace. Is, Thank you, it's are Willis. You, are you a runner, or is that the only way you would run? Um, I would probably, yeah, I would run from a dinosaur. This is Willis. She gave it to me to wear. I have a dinosaur eating a chicken wing. It's very meat um, here, so it kind of goes with the theme. Will we see more with you and your father character, the calculator? Yeah, we just answered that, but yes, he should be back, and um, hopefully, it'll be, hopefully it'll be a good time. That is her. That is her crux of the season. That is something um, you know we're definitely going to dive into. I think she's bottling everything. Um, the first couple episodes, we don't really see her dealing with it, which is super interesting because it you know it's definitely something she's living with at night. But we don't really get to her in any private moments in the first um, couple episodes, which is I think why you don't see it. I think that she definitely bottles it and tries to go through her day and tries to work at a very fast pace, which is what she does, um, and get things done. She's a very task-oriented person, but, you know, when, when she goes home, she that's the guilt that she's wearing, and she's always thinking about it, and I think that those are her demons, and um, as much as I always want to play the comedy and things, I don't think that that's um, respecting her story this season, so I do think that she has to go through that. 
I don't know. I always, I always thought about like what would happen if, you know, for whatever reason we go into, you know, another show and she ends up, you know, traveling through these time periods or you know universes, and if she sees somebody, like, could you imagine seeing a friend of yours that had passed away again, no matter in what capacity? It would be unbelievable. Like, I have no idea how she would react. I, I have no idea how I would react. So I. Would, I don't know. It'd be very interesting. Sweet. Cool, yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, but uh, well, so they, but with the Porto Cross, I mean, you, you know, because we have we have seen you briefly on that gen, but you know, Super Bowl is coming in and so on. What, what yeah. are you hoping to see? You know, what that world brings into the world of Ireland? Well, that'll be really interesting because uh, you know she can fly, so we haven't seen that before. We've seen super speed, and um, you know, Ray can fly, but with his suit, so that's all very technical and based in sort of a more reality standpoint. Um, but as far as I know, you know. There's other people better to answer this, but we can't, I can't go to that earth. Pussy can't, but she can come to ours. So she she would be more, you know, coming in like that. And it would, you know, nice to have another woman around. All right, and up next we have got Willa Holland, who plays Thea. solidified a place for herself inside of the mayoral office. She's now having helped Oliver with his campaign while he was running for mayor. He is now elected as the mayor. And instead of, as one would expect him to be a mayor moonlighting as a vigilante, he's doing the exact opposite of being a vigilante moonlighting as a mayor. So somebody has to be there to actually do the job. (laughs) And that's going to be Thea. Thea is uh, picking up all his... Uh, community service, speeching, and getting people to do things type of slack a little bit here and there, um, as well as, you know, helping being a fish for Intel over there. Um, but I think the reason, you know, that they needed to put her costume up on the mantelpiece for the time being, per se, is throughout all of season four, she was kind of reeling from the effects of the bloodlust and then kind of separated herself from it a little bit, or so she thought, and successfully was acting as a vigilante without the necessary need to kill anymore. And then lo and behold, the season finale with Damien Dark, and she puts a knife to a little girl's throat, and then it's like, whoa, wait, I don't have the bloodlust blamed that on anymore. Uh, (laughs) Maybe there's something wrong with me. And so I think she just needed to kind of step back for a little bit, take a breather, figure out what she's doing with herself. And uh, that's what she's doing. She's taking a, a, a different stance in her life right now. Did that, that answer the question? A little bit too much, maybe? Okay. <laughs> Anybody? <laughs> 
Yeah, see, we keep hearing that a lot too, and I'm hoping for it for sure. But I have zero answer or anything to confirm on that part, and that needs to go to Wendy Miracle, our producer, who has a singular sentence that she keeps repeating in order to describe it, because that's all the WB will let her say. So, wait for the one sentence, you will hear it, it'll be so vague, and it won't give you anything. <laughs> there you go. Well, the 100th episode is actually going to land on our crossover episode this season, which our crossover is going to be the craziest thing that I think has ever happened in television history in the sense of four shows all of a sudden slamming into one. I don't think that's actually ever happened before with any other television shows. So we are going to consecutively have a crossover that starts on Monday with Supergirl and ends on Thursday with Legends. And each of our own show is going to have an hour that, an hour that all of us are going to intertwine between. And that is also going to be our 100th episode. So to be able to not only hit 100 for all of us, but to be able to basically kind of make some real cool television history is a pretty amazing feeling for all of us. We keep talking about it and cheersing to it when it comes drinking hour. So, <laughs> so what are you looking forward to most when it comes to the crossover? Uh, being able to work with different people because we all know each other and we, we all get to see each other at events like this, but we don't get to work together that much. We only get like one episode a year with the crossovers uh, and barely that because some of us don't even really get to be in some of those crossovers. But now with the four-way one, everyone's going to go someplace and it's just going to be great being able to actually intertwine with people that we actually are all friends so to be able to work with these people I've known for a couple years now is going to be great like I've actually known Grant and only done one no two scenes with him in the last what three years that I've known him and and same with uh, Victor Garber now and, and everybody over there like we're all going to be able to start working together which is just plus the, uh, the role of Thea is taking on a major physicality role. Like, it's up to 11 as far as uh, doing crazy stunts and all these things. Uh, are you able to do the, uh, the crazy vertical pull-ups like, like The salmon the ladder? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, no. <laughs> Not going to lie. Uh, if, if you ever do see a point when Thea is doing that, just know that they are only filming me from the chest up and there is somebody physically holding my legs and lifting me to the next level. That'll be the only way that's done. Um, but, yeah, I, I wonder when we're going to see that salmon liner again. Because we did do a really good reveal with Katie Lotz on that when she came on. And that was, like, what, season two? We need, we need it again. We need another Sam and If not, just to see Stephen shirtless again. I mean, really. But I can't say that. He's my brother. That's actually gross. Take that back. <laughs> All right. Thank, thank you, guys. You so Up next, we've got Echo Kellum, who plays Curtis Holt. Are these mine? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, the hundred episode is coming up, and it's going to be part of the boss show. Is there something that you that you hope to see both as celebrate as for air for that hundred episode, but also be as something for the boss show? Yeah, I mean, I think it's so cool that 
you're going to have like a four-way crossover essentially with Supergirl, Legends, Arrow, and Flash. This is something I don't think has ever been done in TV. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, but that's such a cool thing to be a part of, you know. And I think for me, like, what I would love to see is like Curtis and like Cisco, you know what I'm saying, kind of mix it up and hang out a little bit and see how their relationship is. And I, I think Curtis would just be enamored checking out how many different superheroes and things. I mean, you know, you saw him fanboy and last year when he saw Oliver and all them and found out he was the Arrow and all that. So I, I'm really looking forward to it, and I think Curtis is really stoked, too. Do you watch the other shows? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like The Flash the most. I, I have to finish watching Legends tomorrow. I'm probably five episodes out from the finale. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So will the fact that you're here, does that mean we're going to be seeing a lot more of Curtis? Yeah, yeah. Curtis is definitely heavily involved in season five. Uh, I'm in every episode of season five, which is very cool. Uh, I feel very thankful for that. Uh, but you really see his trajectory and, you know, how he deals with kind of being a part of Team Arrow and how that affects his home life and how he juxtaposes that and tries to make both things work, you know. But it's going to be a lot of fun. We've already shot... We're on the third episode now, but it's like really clicking, and there's so much fun stuff ahead for Curtis. Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing some training. Yeah, I got a trainer. Um, I mean, I love being fit in general, but yeah, we're really pushing forward and bringing it up a notch. And you know, I'm, I'm so excited to see him embody that persona of Mr. Terrific. It'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, T-Spheres, yeah, yeah, they're happening, yeah. Hey, T-Balls, T-Spheres is fine, you know, but yeah, they're, they're definitely going to be hard, and I, I'm very interested to see how they're incorporated, you know, in the comic books, you can fly on them and all this like that, so I'm really excited to see how we really incorporate them. Yeah. They just look so damn cool. They're so cool, yeah, I know, I love it. They're not CGI, they're No, they're actual, yeah, they're actual objects, yeah. Real. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Our, I mean, our, um, um, Props guy is so phenomenal, amazing, and they really put their foot in those T-spheres and everything they do. It, it, it's really cool. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys. Up next, we've got David Ramsey, who plays John Diggle. All right. So the show's coming to a kind of episode, and it will be during the crossover. Yep. Is there something you have to wish that you want to see in that kind of episode? Wow. Crossover. Diggle's reaction to Supergirl flying across the horizon, one cold tear. That's what I want. That's what I'm picturing. I don't know. I, I'm actually I'm being silly, but I really do want to see Diggle's reaction to it. I mean, we have talked about it, the writers, and so I, you know, we're trying to top the Flash reaction. I pictured him peeing on himself. They didn't like that. <laughs> so I don't know what's going to happen. What else you got? So yesterday you had mentioned um, that Diggle was finally getting a new helmet. But Thank the Lord. Hey, let's give the only black guy on the show a, a, a mask that covers his whole freaking face. <laughs> that awesome. Anyway, um, yeah, we're gonna have a, a, a new mask. No, actually, I had a I had a love hate relationship with masks. So the first time I saw the mask, I was like, dope. And then I then. I was like, no. Um, when we started shooting in it, because the, the mutton chops are kind of like right there, you can't really see. And then as 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 we kept going, I was like, eh, it's not bad. So in the King Shark episode of Flash last season, 
uh, Diggle had a very quick uh, 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 conversation, if you will, with Cisco. Cisco asked him how the mask was or how the helmet was, and he said, ah, I can use some modifications. And then Cisco said, I'll work on that. So the new mask coming out this season um, will be extraordinary, and it will be a Cisco creation out of Star Labs. Thank the Lord. <laughs> yes, you'll see my face. And what's funny is I won't have to dance anymore in the, in the choreography because you can't see the lefts and the rights coming. You just have to know that that's a left, that's a right. You know. So, um, yes, it, it will work uh, well all the way around. Can you tell us the most emotional scene uh, you had so far at uh, the most emotional scene? The one that was... Uh, the most emotional scene. Yeah. Well, it was, Canary's death was very emotional. Um... It was, it was it was emotional for a number, couple of reasons that were very important. First of all, Katie Cassidy was leaving the show, and that we all had feelings about that. Everyone, the scene where uh, she and her 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 death scene, everyone was those were real tears, and um, the cast was crying, the, the crew was crying. It was, it was a very emotional moment, and also I think for the character, um, that his his reaction to his brother and his brother's um, position in Hive. The trust that he gave his brother, he felt personally responsible for um, his brother betraying him, and that betrayal leading to Canary's death. So I think there was just there was no problem as an actor reaching that emotional moment because uh, because he had more than enough motivation. So I think that was probably the most emotional scene, um, actually easily the most emotional scene. So, Diggle and Ollie both give great advice to each other, but they never listen to their own advice. Yeah. Are you ready for them to be on the same page? It'll be nice, right? Yeah. Um, I, I, well, I am David. I am as an actor. I don't know if, um, you know, I don't know. I don't know if Diggle, if... Yeah, I, I, that's a good question. Diggle's probably ready, too, for them to... to I think he was ready last season when, when Oliver and he made up after uh, after Oliver uh, his whole ruse with the uh, League of Assassins and his ascension to the league and um, kidnapping his wife. I think um, I think he was ready then for them to kind of be on par. So yeah, the answer is yes. I think he was ready. For that. Good. Thank you guys. All right, guys, last but certainly not least, we've got the star of Arrow himself, uh, Mr. Stephen Amell. Hello. Guys? So, oh, my God. All right, I'm here. Now I'm ready. We were talking to one of um, the, 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 the hundred of episode of Arrow, and we also go into the crossover this yeah. week and so on. And is there something that you hope for Arrow, just for that one episode, you know, during the crossover, that would be Arrow thing? No, there's not one thing that I hope. I actually kind of... Ideally, the 100th episode, in my mind, would not be a crossover episode. It'd be a very, very Arrow-centric episode. But at the same time, it is, so that's, you know, that's a moot point. Um, I really hope that we see someone in the 100th episode that we haven't seen in a while. That would be my hope. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I have people in mind. No. <laughs> no. 
So I heard that this year is going to go a little bit more away from the mysticism and back a little bit more into reality. Got Oliver as mayor is in, so more, um, less kind of uh, mysticism. Is that true, that we're going to feel more realistic again? Yeah, you know, uh, Oliver's most important relationship in the entire show is his relationship to Star City and what it means to him and the fact that it's his home. And, you know, his father said something very specific to him before he took his life so that Oliver could live. And we get back to focusing on that this year. Um, you know, a show is an evolving thing. And the fact that we've had the opportunity to introduce new shows is wonderful. And I hope that all of them succeed. But Arrow is a very specific thing. It's not as big a universe as The Flash or Supergirl or certainly as Legends of Tomorrow. Arrow is at its best and, you know, at its most efficient when it's a story about Star City and street-level crime fighting. So we're back to that this year, which I'm very excited about. James Bamford is working on those two episodes. So how is that working, working on that capacity again? Sorry, who? James Bamford. Bamford. Yeah. Yeah, he's working on those two episodes again. Right. How was that working, you know, having him back doing those episodes? You know, I, I think that, you know, I've talked with Greg Berlanti a lot, and, you know, he said that some of his favorite shows, you know, had a, not a renaissance necessarily, but, like, really hit their stride in season four, season five, season six. And it's typically because someone has sort of breathe new life into the show. And I really believe that that person is James. He's directing our first two episodes, and he gets it. He gets the show. The action is mean. We are shooting some awesome shit right now. Like, just some like real, like, oneers that have to be me, and they are real mean, like, bare-knuckle action. And I think that's what we do well. So I'm, uh, you know, working with him is wonderful. Yeah, I mean, look, look. Of course, I have a wish list, and it begins and ends with Victor Garber. The fact that we haven't worked together yet really pisses me off all the time. You know, I'm I'm, I'm appearing in a Legends episode in the early part of the season for them, and my first question was, "Is the scene with Victor Garber?" And they're like. <laughs> Okay, guys. Whatever. So, hopefully one of these days. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you. Swag. All right, so that was episode 35, part one, our interview with the cast of CW's Arrow from San Diego Comic-Con. Big thanks to Paul Blackthorne, Willa Holland, Emily Beth Rickards, uh, David Ramsey, Echo Kellum, and Stephen Amell for uh, coming on the show. We do appreciate that, guys. Get ready for season five. That is starting October the 5th, so uh, check that out on the CW. Uh, But my name is Mike Lunsford, and for everything geek pop culture, this is Comics Online. Swag a thousand times over. Swag. Believing car builders to going off like Gamma Bombs. Switch your internet browser to comicsonline.com.